Hello and welcome to another edition of Logical, the weekly series from the Dubai-based law firm HPL, Yamalova and Pleska, the Gulf region's first and still the only legal podcast. I'm Tim Elliott. I'm here with the firm's managing partner, Ludmilla Yamalova, 18 floors up in Jumeirah Lakes Towers. Ludmilla, always good to see you. Hello, Tim, and great to see you as always. Now, this time on Logical, we're talking about visas. The UAE is a pretty welcoming place, but what if you overstay your welcome, your visa, whether you're a tourist or if you're an expatriate resident? Now, Ludmilla, the UAE offers visa on arrival for an increasingly expanding list of nations. Plenty of nationalities can now just turn up and get a stamped visa uh, at the airport as they arrive. Now, we'll come to expat residents in a few minutes, but let's start with tourists. What happens if you're having such a great time here in the sun that you overstay your visa? Um, it's a situation where, pretty simply, you're fined, aren't you? Indeed. So, unlike... Uh Get popular belief um, that somehow if you overstay your visa, uh, that will lead uh, to some sort of imprisonment. And um, we have heard a lot of concerns like that. That is not the case. In fact, it really is, as you said, just a matter of a fine. Now, the fines can be quite um, quite high, and depending on the on the number of days of um, overstaying, uh, it uh, the amount can be quite significant at the end. Uh, so, with regards to tourist visas, uh, there are. Uh, different types of um, um, overstaying fines. Uh, so if you, and as you said, most, um, I mean, an increasing number of countries um, can enter the UAE on sort of visa on arrival for the most part. And and those visas on arrival are 30 days. Um, there used to be a time when, depending on the nationality, the visa on arrivals, for example, was either 90 days or 60 days. But now, more or less, the, the rule is uniform for all nationalities. And that is 30 days. Uh, and then the 30 days also has a grace period of about 10 days. So if okay. you leave, let's say, at them um, 35 days, you will not be fined anything extra. But anything after that, uh, the, uh, the, the overstaying fines are as follows. Uh, for the first day of overstay, it's 200 dirhams, which is about 60 semi dollars per day. And then after that, it's 100 dirhams for each consecutive day. Uh, plus, there's 100 dirhams as a service fee for, uh, for uh, the processing fee, if you will. Um, so if, imagine if you've stayed here for 50 days, uh, it, it can be a fairly significant amount uh, at the end when you do exit. And uh, just so everyone understands, if um, you are exiting, let's say, through the airport and you have overstaying fines, you will not be allowed to leave the country until you've settled that amount. And you can settle the amount at the airport. So it's not that you need to go back and, and pay at a specific uh, immigration center, you can uh, you can pay at the airport, but you will not be able to leave the airport until you've paid those fees. So just be prepared. Uh, so those are the fees uh, when you overstay the visa. That being said, there is a way of extending the the visa, the thirty day visa, and uh, for the most for all nationalities, uh, for all. Uh, visas on arrivals, there is a way to extend the visa for additional 30 days twice. So therefore, ultimately, you can stay here for up to 90 days. Uh, and um, there are fees to uh, to pay for that, uh, for, uh, for extending the visa. But it's in- extremely important to understand that you must apply for extension of the visa prior to its expiration. Mm. So let's say if you have a 30-day, first 30-day visa on arrival, 
And now at uh, on day 35, you want to go and, and avail yourself of the benefit of extending it for additional 30 days. At that point, it's too late. So in order for you to apply... Uh, for that um, additional 30-day extension, you need to do it before the expiration of the first 30 days. And so if you do have, if, if you are still within your 30-day uh, period and now you want to extend the visa, uh, then uh, to do so will cost 600 dirhams uh, for the extension. So additional 30 days, you get the 600 dirham uh, fee for that and then after that you can extend for additional 30 days so for another 600 dirhams so all in all you get 60 extra days for uh, 1200 dirhams that's for um, overstaying and and extending tourist visas and slightly different rules apply for residence visas uh, or for uh, visas of those who um, currently hold UAE residency and are now either uh, switching jobs or the visas have um, have expired. Well, let's talk about uh, longer term visitors, uh, people like you and I, people with uh, expatriate UAE residents who are allowed to live here. The visa is stamped for two or perhaps three years in the passport. Um, in most cases, residence visas are contingent on your employment in the Emirates or being sponsored by a spouse, a partner, uh, for example. My first expat visa question, if you like, is what happens to a residency visa once your employment is terminated? And that's a great question. And it, there is much confusion that surrounds that particular scenario. Uh, there is a, a belief amongst many who have just, for example, received that notice of termination uh, or whose jobs for one reason or another have come to an end, be by termina termination or, or, or resignation. Uh, they believe that um, somehow with the termination, the termination amounts to some sort of an automatic uh, termination of their visa as well. But the employment and immigration are two separate legal concepts. And therefore, even though uh, visas here, residency visas, are linked to employment uh, for the most part, uh, from the procedural standpoint, they fall under uh, different laws and different uh, governmental authorities. Uh, so just because your employment has come to an end does not mean your visa comes to an end at, at that point in time. And uh, and there, this is for a number of reasons. One, for example, is if, if your employment comes to an end, most of the time there's a notice period. And um, it can be anywhere from one month to six months, uh, perhaps less likely six months these days, but certainly three months is, um, uh, is, is still quite common. Uh, so when you, even though you're no longer working, but you're still here, you're technically speaking, uh, still under employment uh, uh, visa because your, uh, your employment relationship has not ended until the notice period has uh, come to an end. Uh, so therefore, even though you're not going into the office, uh, your your employment relationship is still ongoing for, let's say, the, the the term of the notice period. If it's one month, it's one month. If it's three months, it's three months. So therefore, uh, all that time, your visa remains active. Uh, now, let's say your notice period has ended, and even then, that does not mean that your visa ends. Uh, so ultimately, your visa ends either when it exp when it expires on its own. So if you have a three year visa and now you are in your last month, and uh, so the visa can expire on its own just by virtue of of its um, of its term. Uh, but the other way for the visa to start basically expiring is when um, uh, when you actually it was cancelled. 
when the visa is being canceled. Right. So, for example, you have uh, you have served your notice period, and now your employment has officially ended. That does not necessarily mean that your visa has now, or the clock started ticking, or the visa is canceled. So, in order for your visa to be canceled. In fact, you have to, for the most part, you have you have to hand your passport to your company. Uh, uh, these days, before it was, you, you could even hand it to the immigration authorities directly. But now, in most cases, you have to hand it over to the company, and then the company will send it to the immigration authority and will um, cancel your visa that way. Uh, so, and only then your visa is considered uh, formally canceled. So, and in many cases, especially if there is, for example, um, a court case, some sort of a dispute between the company and the employee, uh, the time between when your employment ends and the time when your visa finally is canceled can be quite significant. It can be years, and we have seen many of those cases. So, for example, someone is employed and has a three-year visa, and the employment relationship is terminated after the first year of employment. And then there's a, a dispute that ends up being in court. And so during that whole period of time, the employee actually will remain to be on the company's sponsorship, uh, i.e. their visa, unless parties want otherwise. So you can see the employment has ended long ago, uh, but um, the, the immigration relationship continues on throughout the, um, uh, the term of the visa, i.e. in this particular example, is additional two years. Uh, so it's, um, it's, it's important to clarify that particular point because there's a lot of confusion about uh, employment and immigration as being one. But um, as I've just um, shown by way of that example, that's not the case. Uh, now, uh, when uh, finally your visa, so you've handed over your passport to the employee and your visa is now canceled. Remember, the visa we're talking about here is a residence visa. It's not a tourist visa. And so there, that's why different rules apply. So once your visa has been canceled, uh, again, it, it's not to say that right away you have to exit the country. You have 30-day grace period to stay in the country. And that basically applies to all nationalities. Uh, so there's no need to be concerned that the minute you receive your passport back, you must exit the country. You do have that 30-day grace period with uh, no fines. Now, if you overstay those uh, for, uh, first 30 days, uh, then you will be fined for 125 dirhams for the first day. That's, mm -hmm. the, that's the fine. 125 dirhams, if you compare it to the, to the 200 dirhams uh, for tourists, it's significantly less, uh, almost half. And then after that, it's 25 dirhams for every day of overstaying. Again, compared to the tourist visas, uh, that's uh, 100 dirhams, so it's four times less. Uh, so in other words, the overstaying fines for residents are much less than those for tourists. So the grace period is 30 days. Could you? Is there a method through which you could extend that grace period? Because, you know, if you've been terminated in an employment situation, you may have family dependent on you, you may want to look for another position and stay in the Emirates. Well, other than by paying or staying fees, no. And in fact, right. if you had a residency visa, uh, then after, as I said before, you pay for overstaying, you pay 125 dirhams for the first day overstaying, then it's 25 dirhams. Uh, for each uh, day of where we're staying. And, and after six months, it's 50 dirhams 
for every day overstaying. We're talking about after six months. And after uh, one year, it's 100 dirhams for every day of overstaying. And these are officially available fines that are listed on the UAE government immigration website, mm-hmm. which, um, to answer your question, indicate that uh, there isn't really, I mean, the, in a way, there is a way for residents to continue to extend their, uh, their um, visas here. Uh, by virtue of just paying fines. And since there are fines um, that uh, clearly spell out overstaying uh, of more than six months and then even a year, enough cases must exist uh, where the government has clearly laid out additional fines for, uh, for I guess, longer periods of overstaying uh, uh, visas. But um, other than that, it's just the overstaying of, of fines. And, uh, and perhaps, as I mentioned earlier, if you have an employment dispute, uh, then your visa continues on until it expires or uh, until the dispute has been resolved. Okay. Or oh, there is the, the classic what's referred to in the areas as the visa run situation. Some nationalities can exit the country and re-enter via, say, the Sultanate of Oman. But that, that's a possibility. And you would then re-enter the country on a visit visa for 30 days. Correct. So, so what happens then is if you are a resident, what you're referring to is a visa run for someone, for example, who used to live here as a resident, and that visa has come to an end, the 30-day grace period, mm-hmm. and then you exit the country uh, and come back. And the, um, I guess, one common way of doing this for a lot of the residents here is going to Oman, since it's so close by, and Oman is a fairly welcoming country for the, for the, these kinds of purposes. Uh, so then you re-enter the, uh, the, the country almost on the same day, uh, and but then what you when you re-enter the country you're now on tourist visa so you're not no longer on an expired residence visa you are now on tourist visa so your residence status effectively changes and then you and then it's the 30 day period that applies which you can extend for additional uh, 60 days okay we're we're waiting for details actually and this is still not stipulated by the Omani authorities but i think they're looking to move to the Oman e-visa situation which is an online application before you get to the border but it is still possible i believe to pay in cash to enter Oman and then uh, come back into the UAE right now the the thing is with matters like this Ludmilla in a country where there are so many expatriates from so many different countries that the advice really, I guess, if you want to keep up with the necessary visa procedures is to keep checking with the naturalization and immigration website. That That's the, the kind of one-stop shop. Well, for sure. And there's plenty of information is available and uh, those websites and the resources are updated quite regularly. And uh, they are very detailed in terms of the types of visas and the types of fines and the types of processes that um, that exist. And one more thing to add is that if you do want to extend your visas, for example, uh, you don't, uh, and, and you do so before the expiration of your of your original uh, term or visa term. Then to do so, you go to a special a specialized immigration centers, uh, which exist all over the UAE, depending on which emirate you're in, and you do it there. So it's quite, um, you know, I mean, it's fairly simple or straightforward to do so. So one, you have the information available on the website, and two, you have these uh, resident immigration centers all over the country um, where you can actually go to fairly easily and and then apply for uh, for your visas to be extended. So it's as you said, the UAE is a very welcoming country and the processes that exist for uh, helping people extend their um, immigration status here uh, are becoming more and more, I don't want to say relaxed, uh, but are more, um, so I guess, easier to extend 
and um, more and more countries uh, um, get the benefit of the same treatment uh, than perhaps existed you know, years ago. It's, mm. you know, these these rules that we just discussed right now did not apply uh, previously to as many nationalities as they do now. And that's a point, actually, to make, to reiterate, isn't it, that the UAE is it's a dynamic place. Things change here and things can change here relatively quickly. And that applies to immigration naturalization arrangements as well. So you need to keep ahead of that. You do. And you also need to keep uh, to keep staying informed about mm. any any new changes because the changes do happen. And uh, often in most cases, when they do happen, they are announced. So there's enough public awareness to at least uh, know that you need to look and, and make sure that you have the latest information. But even without that, if um, if you do ever have any concerns about either tourist visas or or extending your residency visa, do always uh, make it a point to look at the, the official websites because things do change. And when they do change, at least they, they definitely will be reflected on the website. Uh, equally so, you can actually call the immigration authority. Uh, there are call centers and they're quite helpful and they're well informed. So that's yet another resource that you definitely people need to avail themselves of uh, because the information is there and it does change. So it's good to be uh, informed. Ludmilla Yamala, this is the managing partner of Dubai-based law firm Yamala & Plaska. As ever, appreciate your expertise. Thank you. And that's another edition of Logical. If you'd like a UAE-specific legal question answered, we can try to answer it in a future episode. Don't forget, it's really easy to get in touch. Just hit contact at lylawyers.com. You can find us via any of our social channels or WhatsApp direct 00971 525 1611.